Got it. Cool. Alrighty. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Meeting of the Minds podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Munoz, and today I'm joined with a really special guest, someone who I could call a dear friend, Mr. Rob Amoroso, aka Mr. Stacks, the founder and owner of Human Growth Factor. Rob, please introduce yourself to everybody. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Ryan is also a dear friend of mine. He is extremely open-minded, super open book, loves to help people out, and is always learning and bettering himself. So you are on the right podcast channel. He will never steer you wrong. But I am heavily into the fitness industry as well as getting into more of the spiritual side of things and especially the mindset and the mentality of things. So we're going to go through a little interview, a little podcast, and I'm going to try to share with you as much as I possibly can about my journey and how I might be able to help you. Rob, I appreciate the kind words. Um, without further ado, can you uh, just basically just introduce, you know, who you are, what do you do, and uh, why do you do what you do? Sure. So I am, I believe, a healer, and I've found this throughout my uh, my spiritual journey. I've always wanted to help people and steer them in the right direction. I've always had a strong sense of wanting to help other people, and I've also had a strong internal guide of my own of doing the right thing and a more like a very strong moral code and ethical code. So started off when I was younger. I was always a class clown. I uh, wanted to just make people laugh, right? I was very young at the time, and that's all I knew how to do. So started in class. As I got older, started lifting, and people started gravitating towards me and asking how I was so strong or how I was be able to you know, get relatively good at things in the gym pretty quickly. And I noticed that I just had a knack, like I was relatively athletic. Um, I had a knack for lifting. So I started teaching people how to lift, I went to school for exercise physiology, took four years of school, and I decided that that was great and all, but that wasn't my calling. It was There was a little bit more to it. So with that, I finished and took two more years of a health and wellness degree, and that kind of allowed me to do the mind and mental aspect of things. And then along with that, I found myself with a journey with a sacred plant compound called um, ayahuasca. And this was not in the United States. And this completely opened my mind to a lot of things and a lot of uh, spiritual practices as well. So a little bit about me and my brand. I am focusing on helping people transform their mind, body, and spirit in 90 days, mainly the body, but the spirit and the mind come with that, that the body is our temple. And the business is going to aim on essentially helping people do things that the other businesses cannot. So other trainers, they don't focus on the spiritual aspect. They don't focus on the why, you know, why someone wants to get a better physique. They might just want to do it for superficial reasons. But I think that there are more valuable reasons to get in shape than just looking in the mirror and looking good on the beach. So the mind is a temple. It's where you meditate. And that leaves you you know, more of a spiritual and mental and physical 
uh, for lack of a better term, combination of everything that allow you to kind of reach your goals. Oh, wow. Um, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting uh, topic. So can you explain what uh, some of your customers experience during your 90 day transformations? Sure. So they first experience a sense of they feel unsure that they're going to be able to do it. I show them what they need to do. It's very restrictive for the first couple months. Um, it's very hardcore, a lot of work involved. It's a lot of giving up uh, pleasures throughout the day. It's a lot of uh, discipline and willpower that are going to be um, necessary in order to complete the program. So they first experience a sense of pushback, right? They, they think they can't do it, but I ensure them that they absolutely can. I've done it. I've helped other people do it and you will too. So first month, when they get on the program, they start noticing their body changing very rapidly. Within two weeks, they're already noticing that they're not bloated anymore. The mind is more clear. They're sleeping better. They have more energy throughout the day and they stop drinking coffee. They don't even need it anymore. After month two, the muscle mass starts coming up. They get way stronger and their ability to look at themselves as um, being strong and powerful goes way, way up because I know how much my clients can push, even though they don't. I could see the bar speed. And I could see how much that they think they can lift. And it's probably not even close to how much they can actually lift. So two months in, body starts changing. And three months in, it's an exponential growth because now everything is kind of in line. Their mind is starting to get set. They have a better mindset. They're thinking positive. Their body is starting to transform the testosterone levels are going to go up because we're lifting heavier we're eating better and the spirit is starting to get involved because i'm starting to slip in subliminal messages on why we do what we do sort of our purpose on this plane on this existence of ours and they start to really gain a sense of why they're actually working out at the gym and i try to give them a little bit more than they actually came here with wow uh that's that's actually pretty pretty crazy to say the least. So do you have your clients um, more or less changing their diet up in the beginning of the program or do you have it kind of change, like just staying the same? Like how are you, how are you tweaking, you know, when your clients first come on your program? So we first take out all the foods that can cause inflammation mm. and we add in all the foods that are healing foods. So the inflammatory foods that are first to go are the seed oils. They are the gluten. They're the grains. Um, they are the inflammatory artificial sweeteners, sucralose, acid flame, potassium, all that stuff's got to go alcohol. That's out the window. That's gone. So we got to clean up the body first because the body is going to be the access to the mind and access to the spirit as well. Once we could do that, we get them on a carnivorous diet. And we can add carbohydrates if the person really wants to keep them in. So we'll leave white rice, sweet potato, um, and fruit. The rest is going to be out because that's going to cause bloating issues and a lot of water retention. We're going to aim on one to two pounds of, gra of grass-fed ground beef or general steaks, right? Two pounds of red meat a day is ideal. And we're going to keep that consistent for the first two to three weeks. No uh, no cheat meals, nothing. You allow the body to heal. 
Once that's done, we can start adding in other foods like sourdough bread from a reasonable vendor with no seed oils in it. See how your body reacts to it. And if it doesn't like it, we go back to another two weeks of eating clean. Once that's over, we will start adding in more sweet potatoes, more potatoes in general, and start adding back maybe, if they really want it, asparagus, onions, some foods that are generally well-tolerated. And after that, I will say, you know, go have a cheat meal. You know, don't eat any fried stuff, but have a cheat meal. See how you feel and get back to me. Some people won't even want to do it. Others will do it and be very astounded that their body doesn't feel as good. And they almost feel like they're hooked on this program because they don't want to go back to the way that they were before. Wow. So you can almost say that most of your clientele has basically retained the information that you have almost relayed to them and has stuck to this carnivore diet after those three months have basically gone up with you. Most of them have. A lot of them struggle with um, rejecting hedonistic pleasure in their life, so short-term gratifications. A lot of them do the program because they're paying for it and they get good results, but then they slowly start adding back in inflammatory foods like, okay, it's good once in a while. It's good. It's not a big deal. They start slowly justifying it. Maybe they have, you know, a significant other that's telling them that it's okay to eat these certain foods or they have family functions. One leads to the next. Maybe their friends are a little bit toxic, telling them to go out and eat, go out and drink, do this stuff. So some of the people retain it, the ones that are very strong-minded, strong-willed, and some of them fall off, but they always come back because they remember how powerful that they felt when they're on the program and they want to give it another go. It's uh, That's that's pretty crazy. Um, So to almost say the least, you're doing the opposite of what the medical and health industry is basically saying to us. You know how, hey, you got to stay away from red meat. You got to stay away from butters. You got to stay from away from dairy. Um, and you're almost pushing this onto your clientele. Um, I know you were saying that most of the food that we are intaking as human beings nowadays are inflammatory. They're causing, you know, bloating. They're causing many, many issues that um, are blamed on, unfortunately, other things. So can you provide information? Uh, in a little bit in greater detail of why you pushed carnivore uh, onto the clients. Sure. So let's take a step back a couple thousand years and try to remember what we were eating as human beings, you know, before politics were so um, political or science was so political. Heavily influenced into our everyday society. Pretty much. So let's, let's take a step back before big pharma was invented let's take a step back before medicine was really as big as it is and take a step back before processed foods were really that readily available so we have a throwing arm we have a ball and socket joint no other animal has this we have two feet that we walk on and arms that don't use um you know we have opposable thumbs as well we have uh, two arms that don't need to be on the ground 24-7, so that allowed us to hold tools and hunt. We were able to run animals till exhaustion because we have extremely good endurance abilities. Our calves are very um, 
bouncy. They're very elastic. So they allowed us to run long distances. And we also sweat. Other animals do not sweat. They pant and then they tire out and get exhausted. So humans with our ability to have complex language skills, our ability to throw, our ability to run long distances, we were extremely powerful hunters. And we, even when we look back to chimpanzees, we could see that they were eating meat as well, and they eat meat today. So we are carniv carnivorous in nature. Our brains are massive, and they need a tremendous amount of fat in order to function. Our intestines do not contain a large cecum, which means that we are, we are unable to ferment lots of plant fiber and make food out of it. So gorillas and, you know, cows, ruminants, they have these specific bacteria that could break down cellulose, which is plant fiber, and they can, they can convert it into uh, short-chain fatty acids, butyrate. We can't do that. So we need to get butyrate from our diet. So if you ever heard of beta-hydroxybutyrate, that's a ketone. So we get our energy predominantly from fats, and we are predominantly powered by fats. Even our heart prefers to burn fat over burning glucose. So going back a little bit forward now, we have all these food politics. There's a ton of marketing. We live in a capitalistic society, and we live in a very sick society. So we are easy to manipulate with our pleasure centers. So the goal was to make us very susceptible to sweet, salty, fatty foods that had little to no nutritional value. And the, the medical industry also saw a massive opportunity in creating medicine. So their first big hit was antibiotics, which was absolutely a success, and maybe surgery, right? Like prehistoric surgeries. Once they did that, they were like, well, what else can we do? So they came out with uh, vaccines. And uh, first ones did not come out very good. They are paralyzing people. We won't get into that right now. And then they started getting into other areas of medicine. And sure enough, Big Pharma grew into this massive giant which is now behind 90% of the food politics. And then the big food companies got stronger and started pushing scientific studies to show that red meat was bad for you. They had a doctor to, that pushed a Framingham heart study that basically showed that saturated fat and cholesterol cause heart disease, which he cherry-picked the data, picked the countries that had the highest amount of heart disease and ate the most fat and left out the ones with the inverse, which was the countries with the highest fat and lowest heart disease. He built that case, got it approved, and the doctors started pushing it and there birthed the statin drugs. Statin drugs prevent your liver from creating cholesterol and they also tell you to not eat cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So you're being hit from both sides. Cholesterol is vital. You need it in building testosterone. You need it to build your brain. You need it to heal your body. You need to heal your skin and create new skin. It is literally involved in absolutely everything. So when you cut that cholesterol out, you're basically going to slowly die. You're, you're going to become very diseased, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, MS. It, the list is unlimited. When you start cutting fat and cholesterol, you start slowly becoming diseased. And they know this. So a diseased patient is a patient that you keep and a cured patient is a patient lost. Hmm. Knowing this marketing tactic, we could find pretty good evidence that 
our current food politics or our current food paradigm is completely incorrect and the food pyramid is basically upside down. That is absolutely insane. Um, <laughs> I hope everybody listening to that right now just stopped for a second and just internalized everything this man has just said because he just he just laid down knowledge on knowledge on knowledge and plenty of wisdom. So without saying like anything else, so we've been lied to, uh, essentially. We've just been straight up lied to about our food pyramid from since we were born up until today since people are listening. Correct. That's it's uh it's a it's a big scam. So in your opinion would you honestly recommend carnivore for everybody and honestly just kind of going back down to our ancestral roots in some sense? Absolutely. I think everyone should try carnivore. Most people, I'm sorry, some people will prefer to have higher fat and others will prefer to have higher protein. And some may prefer to add the carbs back and figure it out. Now, this is a skill called intuitive eating, but we know the essentials. We know what foods we should be eating. We follow it back. It's almost like a paleolithic diet, even though paleo stuff is starting to get a little bit influenced right? You can kind of manipulate a little bit with paleo, but generally speaking, a paleolithic diet is relatively correct. So you eat within that range of foods and then you find out what works best for you. Some days I will be high fat, moderate protein. Other days I'll be high protein, moderate fat. And other days I'll be high carb, mm. low protein, and maybe moderate fat. Mm -hmm. It all depends on what my body is asking for. And I have a little routine that I do mm. that keeps me on check and essentially keeps me feeling good, feeling full, feeling energy, et cetera. Wow. So you basically learned your body. Um, and how long have you been doing carnivore for? I'd say five years. It's like strong five years you've been doing carnivore for. I've been eating red meat just about every single day for about five years. Um, I got, I, I've caught, I do cheat meals here and there, like mm. sliced pizza once in a while. Yep. I can immediately see the side effects. So if I did eat gluten and stuff, I would have psoriasis. My, mm. my skin gets very inflamed and rashy when I have gluten. Um, but I'm carnivore every day besides for maybe one day out of the week and I'll have a splurge like pizza or something. I don't consume any vegetable oils, seed oils, nothing like that unless it's hidden in the food and I get, and I eat it by accident. And if I figure that out, I'll feel the inflammation in my skin and I will take vitamin E and methylene blue. Um, and I'll make sure I go to the sauna the next day to mm. sort of get the toxins out of my body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're honestly in incredible shape to say the least, but to uh, anyone else like watching this, um, do you take any supplements besides, you know, just protein powder or is there like a specific protein powder you take? Supplement um, on the, on the supplement side of things, I, I mess around with some peptides 
Um, I take certain supplements. I focus on the mitochondrial supplements the most. I think everyone would benefit from those. So first one off the list, anybody can take. It's acetyl-L-carnitine. That boosts the brain. It's an antioxidant. It helps mobilize fatty acids in the brain to be used as a source of fuel. Um, like I said, it also protects the brain. And your brain or your body actually makes L-carnitine from meat. It's found in meat. And acetyl just means it's the form ready for the brain. So L-carnitine, we see that it upregulates androgen receptors. So it makes you more sensitive to testosterone, helps you burn fat etc. And acetyl-L-carnitine is more for the brain. It's more of an antioxidant. So I take that every day. Um, it could also help with hangovers and other diseases. And it helps as a nootropic too, so you can think faster and better as well. That is my first one on the list. Next one up is methylene blue. Um, this is an MAOI, so it's going to block the breakdown of dopamine and serotonin. These are your feeling good uh, chemicals, neurotransmitters, and it's also going to clean up the brain. Methylene blue is an, is an electron transport donor. So what it does is it brings new oxygen to the body without even needing um, your body's ability to, to sort of like aid with that. Methylene blue kind of does that on its own. So the last thing that it does is the free radical scavenger, which means that it attaches to toxins and uh, poisonous oxidative compounds, and it pulls them out of the body. And it kind of, it's a magic bullet to say the least. So I take that most days of the week. I'd say like four days out of the week, keep the brain clean and healthy. Um, but it's not the best for motivation because if you raise your serotonin levels, you're more content and you're less amped up and motivated to do stuff. So you got to be careful. You got to figure out what you want out of your day. If you have anxiety, this is something you should dig into immediately. It's uh, it's very interesting. So is this why they uh call you Mister Stacks? It's exactly why they call me Mister Stacks. <laughs> well, I hope everyone, you know, was jotting down some notes there, taking in, again, some uh, some breathtaking information from uh, Rob. Um, so that leaves me with uh, so besides you know, human growth factor, we're we're actually. Staying on the topic of, you know, your company, where do you, where do you see yourself taking this thing, you know, in the future? You know, I, I already know, you know, you're growing pretty strong right now and you're the ball's still rolling. So you have a uh, big future plans. Uh, what, are, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I'm taking it to the moon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So as, <clears throat> essentially what I would like to do is create a brand out of it where people, when they see the logo, they know exactly what it stands for. They know when clients see that logo, they know that someone is kind-hearted. They know that they've gone through the rigor of these intense workouts. Mm -hmm. They know that their mindset is positive and always focused on getting the best out of their life. Um, so I want the brand to stand for something. And in doing that, it would have to become very well-known. So I would like to get a million followers in about five years that would be nice i'm looking at a hundred thousand by the end of this year i'm trying to figure that out how to do that and it's not about the followers in a superficial way it's about how many people i can get this message out to and how many people i can help and of course if i could do two things at once which is 
finding my passion and completing my passion as well as helping other people at the same time, then there's no ethical reason why I shouldn't make an income from doing so. So I've studied all these, all this material so that I can help you, so that I can help everybody. I can help feed them in the information that is not readily available to the average person. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's it with that. Wow. Uh, so otherwise I had one more question, uh, going back to, you know, your five years of being on carnivore. Um, what do, what do the doctors say? What do, what are your, you know, the nutritionists say, what do, what do, what, when you go get blood work, what do, what do these people say? Because that's, that's something that's pretty interesting. That's probably something that's probably on everyone's mind. Like, Holy crap, this kid's only been eating freaking red meat for five years. Like he's probably about to die. His art his arteries are probably clogged right now. Oh my gosh. What uh what do you have to say about that? <laughs> it's one of my favorite conversations to have. Um, you know, so let's just start with the doctors that are pretty much asking you or telling you not to eat it. What do they look like? I mean, usually most of the time, I mean, the doctors that I've had in the past are usually in my eyes a little on the overweight side uh not okay. really in the, the healthiest you know in the visual sense you know uh they don't yep. they don't really look that healthy to me these doctors nowadays most of them are overweight obese um and have health problems of their own yep so let's start there um doctors are indoctrinated into medical school hmm. and this medical school is taught by a group of individuals we won't get into that essentially want to help push a narrative that big pharma is very well needed. We can't heal ourselves and we need help. All of us need help. And we always have these genetic conditions that can't be fixed, right? High cholesterol is number one. So what is cholesterol? What does it do? I just had a podcast yesterday, maybe two days ago with this revolutionarily, rev, sorry, revolutionary doctor, his name is Stephen Hussey, and I really urge everyone listening to go take a look at this guy's book. He wrote a book on how the heart is not a pump and how the blood essentially moves itself hmm. and how cholesterol is not only super healing and it heals the body. It's also vital, and the medical industry completely got it ass backwards in trying to lower cholesterol. Hmm. So we want higher cholesterol levels. Cholesterol does so many different things, especially LDL, the bad cholesterol, because our body doesn't do anything stupid. Everything's very, very, very well calculated. So if it does something stupid, it's probably because um, our mind did something stupid that the body's trying to fix. Our body is has millions of years of evolutionary evolution behind it. It's not going to do anything uncalculated. Everything is very calculated. So number one, Cholesterol is vital for, I already said, you know, hormone production, mm -hmm. skin production, yep. healing the arteries, um, attacking pathogens. So it binds to, you know, viruses, bacteria that are trying to hurt you. And it does so many other things that I can't even list everything. But basically, I don't get my blood work done. I got it done once. My cholesterol numbers, number one, they were fine. They were even within a healthy range, even though I don't care. Hmm. Um, but what you want to look at is your C-reactive protein. Hmm. This is your inflammatory marker that shows that there's an issue in your body that needs to be healed. You want to look at that and you want to look at your, your lipid 
size. So the, the size of your cholesterol particles is going to indicate whether or not there's a problem. So the more um, I've heard, the more high fructose corn syrup that is consumed, the worse off the particle size is going to be. And I believe the larger particles, it could be the smaller. I have to get back to you on this. Pretty sure the larger particles can't do their job properly. So they clot improperly and the, the whole system kind of doesn't work anymore. Number two, the other issue is um, when our body stops making easy water or structured water or fourth phase water, the arterial lining is going to take a tremendous amount of pressure and beating. So cholesterol tries to fix it and go to the site of the injury and heal it. So when we get our blood drawn and sometimes our cholesterol is high, they're going to point the fingers at the cholesterol, but it's really not the cholesterol. It's the roundup that we're consuming. It's the toxic chemicals that we're consuming. Maybe the alcohol, maybe the vapes, maybe the seed oils, not a maybe, definitely the seed oils. So you add all this stuff up and to throw this out there, the most heart problems, right? They come from the arterial side, right? Not the vein side. The vein, the venous side has the least amount of pressure. So wouldn't you think if cholesterol was the sticky compound that causes clots, wouldn't you think that the vein side with the low pressure would be clotting first or like the capillaries in our fingers and toes, which are single, single file, the blood vessels have to go or the blood cells have to go single file to get through here. So if cholesterol was truly the sticky compound, that would be getting clogged first and not the arteries. So what's happening in the arteries? Again, we're destroying the exclusionary zone water and we're doing that with a whole host of problems and chemicals. And uh, that's what's going to cause the heart problem, not the meat, not the fat. That's actually going to help heal it. Your body heals itself when you get out of the way. Wow. Wow. Some more uh, gems from Rob. Uh, that's That's actually crazy. So... Cholesterol has been a lie. Do you think in anywhere in the future, do you think, you know, the whole myth of cholesterol is going to go away or do you no. think no, never, just because, never. just because of big pharma and, you know, the food industry and, you know, the, the plans, the globalists have, you know, for their agenda, so to say. Of course. I mean, they want, they don't want people reproducing anymore. Mm. So in order to do that, we're going to take away the foods that allow us to reproduce and we're going to take away the foods that create testosterone, create estrogen, um, the foods that keep us vital and active and moving around and healing. Mm. So they want workers that are just old enough to be able to work till they're 50. And then they give back their money in a victimist scene where they're, they're they're They have some serious disease and then they're basically useless. So, I don't see any point in time where it's uh, what's the word um, broadcasted by any governmental agency. It will not be broadcasted that cholesterol is good for us. Mm. Um, it might be broadcasted in, in smaller areas, but never the government because this has been alive for a long time. They've always known that cholesterol is not bad and they want us eating plant-based garbage. They want us eating bugs. They want us eating Foods that they can make money on us with and also get us sick with. So then they, we need more sick care, sorry, health care. Mm. And we could pay into the system and stay a paying customer 
So essentially, it's just an endless loop that we are all living in, in their gigantic system. And you are one of the many few out there in this world trying to save humanity for the better kind of, of, of everything, for, for everything, for everyone. You are you are that healer, you know, and I wish nothing but the best for you and your brand in the future, because I know nothing but great things are going to be coming towards you. Thank you, Ryan. Those are very kind words. Um, yeah, I, I only look to help those that are willing to to admit that they need help. Hmm. Um, I only help those that are genuinely looking to heal. Mm-hmm. I do not waste my time with people who are um, in the system, who yeah. are painless, painfully indoctrinated into the system. They don't care to think of things in another way. They don't care about their body. They don't care about their purpose. They are just living. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just slaving away. They're just doing what they do best, which is paying into the system. That's fine. We need some people like that. You know, we need some sheep. We need some slaves. They keep the economy going. They're called consumers. You know, we need consumers. So if someone wants to take it to the next level and actually heal and they're done suffering and they're tired of suffering, that's when I will step in. That's when I will do the best I can to help them heal. And the combination of your energy and my energy together, we will heal absolutely anything that you didn't get here with, that you were not born with. We can probably heal you if you haven't let it go too far. So don't let things go too far. So it's it's pretty much up to the individual themselves to seek the help they, they need. Absolutely. I mean, that goes with everything in life as well. You know, you're, you're not going to get anywhere. Nothing's going to get handed to you. I mean, yeah, sure, the government has handouts here and there, but it's like you don't want anything to do from the government. Once the government gets involved, it's like game over. It's le- legitimately game over for you at that point once the government gets involved you want to be as free as you can in this world because you know we're not really free anymore if you think about it um i don't think we ever really were um the only place that we can really be free is within here within our thoughts within our brain um and creating a reality that we would like to see um but that starts from within and that starts from, you know, taking care of ourselves, taking care of our past problems, taking care of all the trauma that we've been through and healing generational curses and, you know, slowly ramping up in becoming a better version of yourself every single day. And I mean, that's what we should be here to do as humans. You know, you should be getting better every single day. But most people lack that, you know, that that want that because they don't have that driving factor of that why in their life. That's why most people probably don't care to obtain certain information anymore that and they're also indoctrinated into the system where yeah the Rothschilds created the schooling system what, what do you think is going to happen they don't they don't want free thinkers they want employees that are going to help them you know get richer they want consumers that are going to help them make more money while they're you know at the top sitting amongst you know 150 other people that run this world we're at the bottom fighting our way up, crawling, screaming, jumping, running, just fighting our way up, you know, through the system. And it is really those that, you know, truly do seek to get out, do make it out, you know, that it, it comes down to, you know, a matter of life or death at the end of the day, if you're truly about this life. Um, 
but other other than you know that little ramble off of uh, a little off topic but um another question for you um if you didn't have any questions from what i just said or any other statements i think we agree on pretty much everything so far so i don't have any questions for you okay cool 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 um so i kind of want to get into like this is going to be the last topic of the night i know we've been going for a little little bit uh for some time now so i just want to talk about uh holistic healing do you recommend any certain remedies um whether it be like herbal medicines whether it be you know grounding meditation what what are your thoughts what are your ideas um what do you want to share with everybody hmm there's quite a few healing modalities out there. Some are crazier than the next. Mm. Um, so I'll just leave you with that your body heals itself and your body has everything that it needs in order to heal itself. Um, once you get out of the way, once your mind gets out of the way. Um, meditation, we'll start there. Your mind controls your DNA, controls your epigenetics. That's what's called in medicine. Your epigenetics are correlated heavily with your thoughts because your thoughts are electric and your thoughts drive your hormones and they drive your whole being. So if your mind is positive, your body will actually start to heal itself just on its own. Meditation is vital. Take some time, 10 minutes a day. If you can't spend 10 minutes on yourself, then just forget it because you're not going to get anything out of it. Okay. So 10 minutes for yourself every day before you go to bed. Number two is fasting. If you're chronically ill or sick, you should be coconut water fasting at the very least. That kind of, you know, is self, um, self-explanatory. Fasting will allow your body to break itself down, to build itself back up. So it will release stem cells. It will release um, powerful compounds in order that are anti-aging. It will do so many different things and it'll release growth hormone. There's, there's so many different things that fasting can do for you. So bottom line, fasting with coconut water is the easiest thing you could do. You could also do it, just do uh, salt water fasting and that's it. But if you at least have the coconut water and you have some sort of blood sugar issues, there's a little bit of sugar in there to keep you going, but you really want to get your body into ketosis because when your body's in ketosis, the mitochondria will work better. Those are your powerhouses. That's where every single cell generates energy. So when you think of cells, right, everything you're looking at on my face right now is a cell. Everything that you're looking at on your hands, on your feet, on your eyes, everything is made of cells. And these cells produce energy based on what they are. So your eyeballs produce energy to, to be able to see. Your nerves produce energy to be able to send impulses. Your skin produces energy to protect itself from foreign invaders. So all these cells have mitochondria and when the mitochondria function properly, they are going to be resilient and pr protect themselves from disease. When they aren't resilient, they're getting bombarded by toxins. That's when things start going down the wrong path. So it doesn't matter what disease you have. If it's any disease, your mitochondria are failing in that spot or in that local group. So, Always make sure you're focusing on your mitochondria. The other healing modalities, uh, methylene blue, you know, that's going to, again, that's going to protect your cells. It's an antioxidant. It's going to help detox your body. Um, carnivore diet 
like I mentioned, getting out in nature, grounding, putting your bare feet on the ground, getting infrared light into your body. That's from the sun during the times of dusk and dawn, sunning or sun gazing. Very important. You know, you're kind of lighting up your soul. You're lighting up your brain. Your eyes are a direct connection to your brain. So you want to get that dusk and dawn sunlight into your eyes. It also helps regenerate the eyes as well. Um, and that's all I'm going to mention for this podcast. Um, plasma therapy is something that other people should look into. Um, I've met someone, his name is Rodney Lavalier. I highly suggest you go check him out. He will explain all of the healing modalities behind that one. And that is a big one. So that are, those are all the, the healing modalities that are good for beginners. Just touching up on, uh, one that you did mention that everyone probably has heard of the infrared lights. Do you think you can explain uh, infrared lights just in a brief detail? Yeah. Infrared light is the spectrum of light that uh, some of it's visible to the body and all of other, the other part is not. So you have near infrared and far infrared hmm. infrared light generates easy water inside the body. It electro it um, it's very electrical. It's it, energizes water and it also energizes the mitochondria the mitochondria love infrared light we are light beings so we need a lot of infrared light it's going to help you um, reduce wrinkles reduce signs of aging increase your energy levels increase your metabolism and like i said increase mitochondrial function and it's going to heat you up from the inside out so you can even do an infrared sauna which has tremendous other benefits including detoxification and upregulating your endorphin receptors which is a whole nother podcast jeez jeez wow um well one last thing do you have any recommendations to the people that are viewing this right now um and the generation that is coming up after us <laughs> well if you're the generation coming up after us i have a hard time believing that you're even on this podcast you're probably playing fortnite or something like that. If you're not, you're one of the chosen ones that actually found this message. And this is a sign from the universe telling you that there's hope that you can be anything that you would like to be, figure out what you want in your life and you can get it. Reach out to me or Ryan and we will help you get there. Um, there's always hope no matter what you're going through, whether it's trauma mentally or physically, you have some disease or even you're just trying to get better in the gym. You know, you want to get, want to put on some muscle or you want to lose some weight. It's all based on gene expression and it's based on your energy that you're putting out. So all of that comes together when you have a coach like myself who can actually take you through the, these healing modalities that will take you to the next level. Well, Rob, uh, without further ado, I just want to say thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on, sharing, you know, all the, the knowledge and the wisdom that you, you just spewed to all of us. I hope everybody around the world has been taking notes, uh, jotting down all this great information, because this is some information that you just can't find, you know, on the internet anywhere. So again, thank you, Rob. Uh, Rob, pl you please plug yourself. Um, I know there's going to be links in the description below for all your uh, content, wherever you're posting, so you can plug yourself on instagram so you can tell the audience yeah you can find me at uh, human growth factor on instagram my website is the 
humangrowthfactor.com. I am working on it myself, so it's under construction. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Um, I will be coming out with YouTube content this year. I will be on Spotify as well with my podcast at uh, The Human Growth Factor as well. And I have some courses coming out. Those will be available on the website as well as on, on Instagram as well. The links will be there. Check out the Instagram bio. I have a couple affiliate links that I can get you better prices on protein, prices on methylene blue, prices on Jocko, prices on better prices on lots of things that I take that you should probably take as well if you want to optimize your mitochondrial function or just your your daily well-being. Well, again, thank you for everything, Rob. Uh, guys, please go give this guy a follow. He um, it has been a huge inspiration to me, you know, just meeting him over like a year ago, right? It's been like a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a huge inspiration to me, someone that I definitely look up to, um, someone that has a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom, and has, has a heart, you know, that cares for others that do seek, you know, that 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 knowledge you know that seek you know wanting better for themselves so please do not hesitate please go hit him up for whatever um you do need you know whether it be mental health whether it be you know uh help with carnivore whether it be helping the gym i mean he's a personal trainer so shit even get some online coaching from him i mean guy's big so (laughs) hit him up hit him up um anyways uh this has been a meeting of the minds podcast uh rob thank you again and i will catch everybody on the next one thank you